Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do you think that the public is blaming Democrats or will continue no, to blame Democrats on gas? I don't think the public is blaming Democrats. I think they're blaming the oil companies. They're, they will blame all of us if we don't do something about uh, the fossil fuel industry. But they won't take that out on your side on the midterms if even if you pass this bill and prices don't get better. No, or the I, perception I, is that the we say things that? are better. I, I don't think what you say is making very much sense, frankly. What are they talking about, the price <laughs> of gas, sir? Yeah, yeah. And whether voters will blame Democrats or they, whatever. Voters blame whoever's in power for the price of gas being high or inflation. It's just the way it works, fairly or unfairly. In this case, it's fair. Uh, Let's go, Brandon! Not all of it is fair, because the pandemic was real. In, it, uh, uh, supply chain problems were real, and they all happened before mm-hmm. Biden was here, but... We all know, as we were just talking about, the extra trillions of dollars that we spent that didn't get spent on pandemic stuff, by the way, because we've got reports on that. It's being spent on, for instance, making sure they teach CRT in your schools, COVID relief money, COVID emergency money that's being used to for all kinds of different things because there was so much of it, and it, it, it came so late in the game. Freaking pandemic was basically over by the time all this money got. Why did we pass that? 
I know. I, you know, and I have plenty of info. I wasn't going to get into this, but the tens of millions of dollars being spent, especially in the blue states, of COVID money. Do you remember the sales pitch? We need to open the classrooms. We need to get adequate ventilation. We need to have uh, personal protective equipment. We need to keep everybody safe and get the kids back in school. Now they're pouring tens of millions of dollars into LGBTQ plus training and, and uh, equity programs and and uh, anti-racism and the rest of it. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's just it, there. I love this country. I love the Constitution, its history. I love its people. But the government at this point makes me so insane. I have constant fantasies of moving somewhere else and seeing what it's like. Just, you know, just something else. I'm tired of being hit on the knee with a hammer. How about somebody punch me in the chest for a while? You know, I just I can't take. Here's part of my problem. I've been watching a lot of news, as I always do. I do it for a living, and I'm reasonably well compensated. I'm not uh, I'm not complaining about it. But watching uh, Alejandro Mayorkas in front of Congress, watching Pete Boot Edge Edge, Edge Edge, they say, watching him on special report with Brett Baer the other day, you can ask these important, high-level government officials who are entrusted with protecting the, uh, the republic, you can ask them virtually anything, and their answers will not be worth a bucket of warm spit, to paraphrase the old saying. Pete Buttigieg, by the way, is very skilled. He is slick. How what is he's, he's, uh, oh, what's, what's the word? <laughs> That's right, sir. That's right. What, He's glib. What is the value of a bucket of warm spit? How did you come to have a full bucket, regardless of the size? Uh, whose is it, or is it multiple people's? And how does it have any value whatsoever? Well, these questions are intriguing. They are not germane to the point, which is these guys are skilled at never taking responsibility, never asking, answering a question, never saying, you know, we anticipated this would be a little different. We got that one wrong. But here's what we're trying to do to fix it right now. You will never get an answer that frank out of these people. And it just, I don't know, it makes me insane. That's enough. Unless you have more. I've got how ratty San Francisco is, and actually there's a twist, which is kind of amusing. I have breaking former tennis star news. Boris Becker, who won Wimbledon 40 years ago when people paid attention to tennis, has just been sentenced to two and a half years in prison. Wow. Because all kind of hiding assets and stuff like that, he claimed he was bankrupt, and it turns out he's not. But anyway, the reason I bring up the Wimbledon, how do you feel about the fact that Wimbledon banned Russians from playing in the tournament, including the number two player in the world? Well, and there are similar examples, uh, ballet companies and, and opera companies, uh, piano concertos were going to be played by Russian phenoms. I'm against it. I think it's dumb. And I'll tell you why. A lot of these people are anti-Putin and sure. they're saying so openly. Don't silence them. Celebrate them. Yeah, the one of the tennis players, I don't know if it was the number two player in the world or the number seven player in the world who have both been banned from Wimbledon. One of them was out early on being anti-war and everything. I mean, like at great risk to their... Um, well, probably their lives, but certainly their fortune and their family back in Russia. I mean, they're, they're people that with skin in the game speaking out against Putin and you're banning them from playing in Wimbledon. That makes no sense whatsoever. Well, I, I wouldn't say it makes no sense. I get the argument uh, there. Well, they okay, want to put the squeeze the... on so that, that the Russian people get madder and madder and madder at what Putin's done to their country. And don't give them the relief valve. Don't let them bring glory to the motherland. So you think Russians at home seeing, you know, this is starting to make sense to me. 
a rare occasion of me changing my mind. Um, <laughs> it's starting to make sense to me. So if 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 Russians at home who are believing the lie that this is all a a war to denazify <laughs> denazify <laughs> Ukraine, uh, klept kleptomaniacs. Um, <laughs> So Russians at home who believe the the Putin lie that, that you know we're just liberating Ukraine, they see Russian their Russian tennis star playing in Wimbledon and doing and well. They think, yeah, everything's normal, everything's fine. The yeah, players I'm not saying not I necessarily playing. find the argument persuasive, but it's a decent argument. It's incredibly unfair to the you know seventeen year old tennis player or the twenty year old cello player who got booted out of the orchestra wherever who is also anti Putin. It is incredibly unfair to them, but. Uh, it's also unfair that uh, women and children are being uh, murdered in the streets in Ukraine. So there's a right. lot of unfairness right. going on. Yeah, yeah. Tough to uh, craft a perfect policy. Jack, are you aware that rats have plagued humans for centuries? Uh, probably. Uh, spread diseases, contaminate food, chew through pipes, electrical wires, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Nobody wants rats. Have rats you, are ugly. Have you ever yes. read the Samuel Pepys diaries? From, I don't believe so, no. So they made us read some of it in school, and then I got into it later in life. 1660-something. His name is spelled funny, isn't P-E-P-Y-S, it? P-E-P-Y-S, I think. Yeah. P-E-P-Y-S, huh? I think. Anyway, um, he, he talking about London in uh, you know centuries and centuries ago, and man, there is a lot of feces in the streets, mm. and just a... a insane number of rats i mean you can't even if you if you got a time machine and you landed there you would immediately be you'd want to go back home you'd think this yeah. is london this is freaking like i'm walking through poop ankle deep. There, fecal matter there are rats everywhere people have right. sores the teeth their teeth are falling out of their mouths what what is this? the air is so smoky you can barely breathe it right you had lunch with Dickens scheduled, but please, I'm going back home. Uh, funny, uh, on, on, on that thought, I was watching Nate Bargatze's uh, stand-up. If you haven't watched Nate Bargatze, spend your whole weekend watching his comedy specials. Damn, that guy is funny. But anyway, he was talking about if he had a time machine and he went back in time, it wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to take anything he knows with him. He said, "I don't know how to do anything. I don't know. I don't know how to make anything. It's just like I, I'm." I'd, I'd be I'd be worse off back then than I am now. I'd probably be waiting tables immediately. I'm better off now than I would be back then, and <laughs> which is true. So you could go back in time and you think, yeah, I know that there's such thing as penicillin and antibiotics would probably help with the whole teeth falling in your mouth. But it's not like I can make them, so I don't. Yeah, I can't really help with any of this stuff. Yeah. Someday there yeah. will be cell phones, but it's not like I know how to build one. Sorry, sorry about your rats and feces. Anyway, back to the rats. So the good folks at Orkin have put out their annual list of the 50 rattiest cities in America. It feels to me like this comes out every six weeks. It but does. I think it may, but San Francisco has uh, repeated its dubious distinction of ranking number five nationwide once again. Isn't number one and always Chicago? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Having grown up in Chicagoland, I saw rats as big as house cats in alleys in Chicago. I mean, they're terrifying. They'd turn and glare at you, and you'd like... I don't want no trouble, man. <laughs> Remember at the height of the pandemic when cities were really shut down and the rats were bold enough to come out into the streets because they, they weren't oh, getting yeah. their normal garbage from restaurants? Right. What right. Was that New York? I remember seeing one video where there were just rats everywhere on the streets at night. Ooh. 
Yeah, it was like out of uh, Animal Farm. Started to wear vests and pants. Anyway, um, uh, so there's a new tool now to battle the rats. Rat birth control, says Tamara Apperton, spokesperson for the San Francisco Parks Department. Call it reproductive management. Birth control makes it sound like tiny condoms or something. Yeah, it really really does. Good luck getting those on the rats. Uh, But they're talking about this new rat birth control that they use. And my first question was, because they, they they talk about they have a bait box that's mm. full of this stuff that's like a milkshake for rats, um, but it it contains oral contraceptives and it, mm. it renders both the females and the males unable to produce eggs and or sperm for like three months. And Did I said to myself, well, why don't they just kill them? But the way rats reproduce, um, I that, assume uh, that it's uh, similar to other beasts. Well, no, that's not what I meant. They make the the rat with two backs? (laughs) That's not what I meant by the way they reproduce. The frequency, the numbers, etc. If you had a bunch of dead rats, the population would just explode and fill their spots. But if you have living rats that are eating and mating and fighting if there get to be too many rats, so they've got a share of the rat pie, if you will. So why? Delicious, tangy rat pie. Why does it's better to have sterile rats than dead rats? Because if you kill the rats, what happens? They eat the other. The, the excess population fills in their spots. In excess, in essence. But if they're sterile, you got some rat girl uh, dating some rat guy for like months, right. and he just he must right. not be interested in me. I don't know what's going on. Right, or they end up going in vitro or whatever. Little do they suspect that they can't. Here's a stunning math factoid that I learned the other day that will explain how rats can get out of hand or mice or anything like that. Oh, yeah, I got one for you, too. You only have to double 40 times to get to a trillion. Wow. Well, there you go. Rats are astonishingly prolific breeders. One couple, <laughs> one couple, honey, I'm home. <laughs> one couple and their descendants theoretically can produce up to 15,000 vermin a year. Now, with, uh, you know, the usual predators, drought, cold, etc., it's it ends up not being 15,000, but two rats within a year, there can be 15,000. Well, sure. And if you, if you can... If you double 40 times to get to a trillion, you can certainly get to a very large number of rats you don't want quite quickly. Yeah. So the way populations of animals work, and and one of these experts is is addressing it, killing rats is only half the equation. The factor that drives rodent populations is the birth rate. You cannot kill them fast enough or sustainably enough because the the birth rate will just, or survival rate will explode over here and fill it in. It's like uh, uh, Craig Gottwalls, Craig, the, uh, the healthcare guru, sent us a great article once about coyote populations. You can't kill off coyotes because if you... Uh, they have an amazing ability somehow as a species to sense uh, where their population is. And if you reduce the population over here, it'll explode over there and just fill in the blank. Huh. Why aren't people doing that? Is that because we got enough people around that we aren't reproducing or is it a different thing? We think too much. I don't know. I'll be darned. The changing American work culture. Perhaps you've noticed we've got some interesting stuff on that to come. Amazon had its first quarterly loss in seven years after a boom during the pandemic. It's going the other way. Why is kind of interesting, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
there's a new ministry of your lying or something like that, the government's going to start up. We'll, we'll have to tell tell you about that next segment because it's pretty. It, it is Orwell's Ministry of Truth, straight out of 1984. It's unfrickin' believable. No hyperbole. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you know, I was talking earlier about how you can ask politicians and department heads or uh, secretaries or whatever uh, any question you want, and they never take any responsibility. Excuse me. Uh, I will right now. We were playing the Karen medal uh, earlier in the week. This uh, incredibly accomplished musician and composer, dude, he takes the various online rants that go viral and he makes heavy metal music out of them. Um, And I left out the very best one. This is a teacher in front of a classroom who, for some reason, goes crazy screaming at the kids because somebody had been eating a pomegranate in, in the class. And uh, this one's entitled, No Pomegranates. I'm as amazed by the story as I am the music. Um, we oh, we, yes. We never did the We'll have to dig up the original of that. Sounds like she absolutely lost her S. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean it. No pomegranate. Say it. The kids are like, no pomegranates. It looks to be like a community college or a juco or something. God, I say hate it. it. I've never no gone. pomegranates. Thank God I've never gotten within a mile of that far, but I hate it when I'm frazzled by something with the kids and start i can hear in my own head that i sound unhinged (laughs) i hate that oh boy how do you not notice there's mud on your shoes when you want data just that sort of thing (laughs) just for the record anybody wants to eat pomegranates around me go ahead enjoy yourselves now say it make slurping noises say it no pomegranates no pomegranates. Say it! No pomegranates. Jesus. Two-thirds. This is a new poll out, and this is a real poll. This is a real... People are trying to figure out the workforce in America now. This is not uh, fluff. Two-thirds of workers would consider quitting if asked to return to the office full-time. Of course, considered quitting is a pretty broad area. I I've I cons- consider it every day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't consider quitting the moment their alarm goes off for at least a second? Uh, that's right. I got uh, house payment and car payment. I probably should go to work. But uh, for at least for a second, you think, maybe I should quit and stay asleep. <laughs> two-thirds, right, of course. two-thirds of people at least not digging the idea of going back. It's going to be quite... I, I, I never stopped going to work every single day, but if I had been home for the last two years, yeah, I could see, why am I going to put on uncomfortable clothes and drive back and forth again? Why am I doing this? Well, you know me. I always read the fashion pages first. And the New York Times with a long article this morning about the rise of power casual or other retailers call it business comfort or work leisure. Heels are dropping lower or disappearing altogether. Pants are getting elasticized. People are wearing T-shirts under blazers. It's a what? Power? Power casual? 
Power casual. That's okay. right. Kind of semi. And part of it's just you're wearing the same stuff, but now it's stretchy and isn't uncomfortable anymore. Well, why the hell were we putting up with it before? I wonder if it's permanent. Maybe we're Orwell's more. Ministry of Truth comes to the U.S., Jack. We've got to get to that next. Stay with us. Armstrong and get. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So two-thirds of workers say they'd consider quitting if they were told they had to come back into the workplace every day like they used to. 
kind of interesting, but then we got a, a, a number of quite interesting texts about that, attitudes of employees or uh, bosses and that sort of thing. What's your experience? How much do you hate going back to work? Or are you having trouble getting people to come back? Text line 415-295-KFTC. More on that next segment. Yeah, I was just reading about some of the techniques companies are using to, quote, get their workers to come back, which is kind of a funny concept for <sighs> yeah, those well, of us who've been in the workforce for a while. Doesn't it just, you have to? That's what your job is? So, meanwhile, on Capitol Hill, uh, old Alejandro Mayorkas, the uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, was getting grilled and kicked around by Congress, which is more than appropriate, if you ask me. But uh, there was a wait, what moment that unfolded uh, beginning with clip 30. We have just established a mis- and disinformation governance board in the Department of Homeland Security to more effectively um, combat uh, this threat, not only to election security, uh, but to our homeland security. Again, wait, what? You've established a mis- and disinformation governance board in the heavily armed Department of Homeland Security? Oh, uh, what are they going to do? What are you talking about, 33? We have so many different efforts underway to equip local communities uh, to identify individuals who very well could be descending into violence uh, by reason of ideologies of hate, false narratives, or, or other um, disinformation and misinformation propagated on social media and other platforms. And, of course, the question immediately, and can you imagine the earthquake if this had been uh, thrown out while Trump was president? It should have been an earthquake when it was thrown out now because it's a very big deal. <laughs> Just the name of it, Disinformation government Governance Board. But who decides what's disinformation is the problem. This A couple of years ago, I would have thought, oh, this doesn't sound good. But having lived through the pandemic and seen how you weren't allowed to question where covid came from you weren't allowed to say hey i'm not sure masks work you weren't allowed to say schools need to say stay open or any of that sort of stuff that was considered disinformation well that's really troubling then and you absolutely can't say hey this hunter uh, biden laptop seems legit and really casts doubt on the uh biden crime crime family narrative no you can't say that but you know jack you you make an excellent appointment uh, i'm sorry an excellent point but I can't even go there. As we discussed earlier, this thing is on its face. It's prima facie, as they say in the courtroom, unconstitutional, repugnant, horrifying. There need be no argument beyond. You can't have a law enforcement department enforcing standards of disinformation and misinformation. It's a hor- and, and by the way, to your question of who's going to decide, one Nina Jankowitz will. Nina Jankowitz, who's this 30-something or 40-year-old gal who's written a couple of books on misinformation and disinformation and how to be a woman online and that sort of thing, uh, has been appointed the head of this free speech governance board, Orwell's Ministry of Truth. This gal's got a hell of a history, too. She was out and proud saying Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation and must be silenced. Whoops. She was absolutely party line on the COVID stuff that you brought up. She is, she has confessed, she really only looks at disinformation from the right. Clip number 36. Most of the disinformation that we've seen, this highly emotionally manipulative content, is coming from the right. If you look at the top 10, you know, most engaged with posts on Facebook or Twitter on a given day, uh, they are usually 
posts that are coming from the right. And that's because the right does deal in this highly emotional rhetoric. Russian collusion, sweetheart? Does that ring a bell at all? Ah, boy. I don't... I hope I'm never this delusional about things. Do you really believe that one side is mostly free of it and it's mostly on the other side, the the idea of spinning things to a level that it's practically a lie all day long on Twitter and MSNBC? Come on. I know. I know. That's. I mean, it's insidious. And again, I almost can't get into the particulars of it. Because the idea is so horrible. You know, I, I kind of glossed over that clip of Mayorkas who was talking about, um, you know what, it's worth it. Play 33 again, uh, Michael, and then uh, 34. Back-to-back is fine. We have so many different efforts underway to equip local communities uh, to identify individuals who very well could be descending into violence uh, by reason of ideologies of hate, false narratives, or, or other um, disinformation and misinformation propagated on social media and other platforms. So one of our biggest law enforcement agencies has men with guns around the country doing so many things to stop disinformation and false narratives. Those aren't even lies. They're just deviations from the approved script. America's told us again that men with guns plan to, quote, identify individuals who could be descending into violence, could be descending. Not people who've committed violence or even been accused of any crime at all. DHS is instead using law enforcement powers to identify and punish people who think the wrong things. That would be opponents of the Biden administration. Is this dystopian fiction? No, it's happening right in front of us. So uh, what, uh, what would they actually do if I was putting out a story that they said was not true? Well, that's an interesting question, one that nobody's really gotten to, because, and I, I failed to point this out, I mentioned it was a wait-what moment, but uh, the Department of Homeland Security in Mayorkas had not revealed that the board existed until this week in Congress, and the gal at the head of it, this Ms. Jankowitz, uh, says, oh, she tweeted, Whoop, cat's out of the bag. So nobody knows. So is this supposed to be a secret? program from the Department of Homeland Security. Obviously, you don't have to go too many steps to get to what Tucker was talking about there. Okay, so I keep putting out information that masks don't work. Mm-hmm. And the government tells me to stop. And I don't... Oh, that could easily get people killed, Jack. That's some serious stuff. And I don't stop. Okay, well then what are they going to do? They have to arrest me, I guess. And I refuse to come out of my house. Okay, how are you going to get me out of my house? To arrest me to stop my disinformation. Well, you're going to have to come into my house and take me out, which means you're going to have to have weapons. So you, you get there pretty quick. Or, or at the very least, because that's absolutely possible, but at the very least, they will use the enormous power and weight of the federal government to get to whatever social media platform you've been posting on to drop you, to block you. Mm. Um, and they will silence you. Um, and, it, you know, I'm reminded, and we could have done four hours on this topic of, of fact checkers and how they work and how Facebook, which has been one of the main suppliers of fact checkers across American media, pleaded in open court to the judge that, look, fact checking is just an expression of opinion. We don't claim, we've never claimed it's actually being a, an a arbiter of facts, okay? But this is, I mean, it's exactly, It's this is not a metaphor, this is just a description. This is the federal government 
law enforcement establishing a fact checker with exactly the same biases and prejudices and lack of experience and lack of wisdom of every other single freaking fact checker that goes on MSNBC, but granting them God knows what sort of enormous federal powers. This is a nightmare. It's a First Amendment nightmare. Yikes. I heard something yesterday. I'm trying to nail down the facts of it. Uh, that the Twitter, the person that was in charge at Twitter of getting rid of misinformation or, you know, whatever they wanted to call it, was getting, I heard, I thought $17 million. That can't be right. I'm trying to verify that. But they yeah, had a very, very high paid department for weeding out disinformation, which, of course, was almost entirely one-sided. Now, Twitter's not the government, but you're going to get the same result. Oh, and again, again, my other point on this is, how do you not understand that the next administration, if Trump's back in president, well, then he's going to call the stuff that you think is true disinformation. Right. It works both ways, you see. Well, and that's what I said. I can't, I can't even go there. I, I won't even have that discussion, because then if you can answer that question to my satisfaction, we have a government bureau of truth. No, I won't even go there. God, this has got to be ended today. Anyway, uh, speaking of keeping yourself safe from various outside threats, Simply Safe Home Security, by far your best choice, according to virtually everybody who looks into home security systems. Not only will they keep randos from stealing your kids' bikes or breaking into your house, but they can even keep you safe from, say, water damage. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of this. Woman goes away to her daughter's wedding, so you're going to be gone for several days. Man, if you're... Basement was leaking for days and days and days. You are going to have a lot of damage done. Well, Simply Safe 24-7 Professional Monitoring Center picked up on the fact that they detected water in the basement. And so she was able to get a hold of a neighbor who came over and shut off the water and saved who knows how much money. And uh, one of the many things that the 24-7 Professional Monitoring from Simply Safe can do for you at less than a dollar a day. Now, when you go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, be sure to check out the wireless outdoor security camera, super high def. You can see the faces and license plates of anybody who's around your house who shouldn't be. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Customize the perfect system for your home and get a free indoor security camera plus 20% off when you get interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. We, we have to get rid of this notion, and I don't know how we do it, Get rid of this notion that there is a um, there is a side that is always truthful and right. And I don't think that about the right. I'm a no, proud conservative, but no. I would never claim that. I get your nut job emails. Of course, Fox says things all day long that are, are uh, spun very, very hard. But to act like that only happens on one side is insane. How are you it that is, it blind? Is so stupid, right? And blind and ignorant. It's troubling. And you'd have some of those people in the government deciding what is allowed and what's not allowed. You're right. It's so incredibly unconstitutional. It's it's hard to... But how many people signed off on this for to, to, to get to the point that a, uh, a cabinet secretary was talking about it in front of Congress? I think the Supreme Court, including perhaps some of the liberals, would leap off the bench, jump on motorcycles, assemble weapons, and 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 wreck this government office. It's so blatantly unconstitutional. If anybody brings the weight of the federal government against you for something you had the First Amendment right to say, that is again prima facie unconstitutional. This is this is 
an outrage. The fact that adults could even conceive of this and get it going and appoint this chick to run it, that's scary. It's, it's, it's a sign of something. Has the workplace been remade forever by COVID? Boy, if uh, people get their wishes based on this new poll, a lot of people ain't ever going to go back to work. I'd like to hear your reaction before we get to some of the numbers on how much do you hate the idea of going back into the workplace full time? Or bosses, how hard is it to get people to come back? Text line 415-295-KFTC. A lot more on this next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, well, as I mentioned, Chipotle recently said that it's continuing to work hard to add dessert to its menu. Yeah, that's what Chipotle needs. More decisions for the person in line ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> Do I want to try sprinkles? I don't know. Can I try a sample of the Rocky Road? It just never... Oh. What does vanilla taste like? Oh. <laughs> Fallon's on a roll lately. That's amusing. God, he's right. Oh, no. um, I'm trying to digest this story. We'll get to it in hour four, I guess. I don't. I can't believe this is actually happening, but it looks like it's true. Putin and Zelensky have both in, been invited to the G20 summit and uh, have both accepted in November. Putin is going to get to travel to the G20 summit? I assumed he was done on the world stage forever. I am highly bothered by the idea of this. Anyway, we'll get to that next hour. I'm trying to digest that story. I got my what-the-hell look on my face, yeah. so yeah, I'd like to do that. If you can't stick around for next hour, you don't get it live on your station. Uh, grab it, uh, the Armstrong and Getty On Demand podcast later. Stations that hour don't carry. Hour four. There's stations that don't carry the fourth hour? It's an outrage. This is an outrage. So this is a for real survey because they actually want to know. Uh, people at work tw- 2022, a global workforce view as you know, employers across around the world need to figure out: Are people going to come back to work? How hard is it going to get to be? To get how hard is it going to be to get people to do this? Two thirds of the global workforce said they have already or would consider looking for a new job if their employer wanted them back in the office full time. Uh, we got a couple of texts on that. Our daughter, age twenty three, working as an accountant for one of the big four. I guess there's a big four accounting firms. Uh, mm. Lives three blocks from her San Francisco office and said she would quit absolutely if required to re- return full time to the office. Three blocks? Wow. That's funny. I was just reading about Glassdoor, which is also in San Francisco. They're trying to lure everybody back, and they've got everything from like a speakeasy bar to a video game room. And actually, the way they are setting up their office now is kind of cool because they have some cubicles and stuff. Then they got these like living room areas. And then they have privacy booths, and it's it's like half a house, half an office, depending on the way people like to work and get together in groups and such. I think that's probably a good idea. So I think it's interesting the way it breaks down by age. 71% of 18 to 24-year-olds say they'd quit if they had to go back full-time. And then it drops as you get older, and then you get up to... You'll get over it, buttercup. Well, that's what I wonder. And then you get to older, like 45 to 54-year-olds, it's about half. Um, is that just our different relationship with employers uh, based on reality or just changing attitudes? I don't know. I kind of feel like the way the employer would get you to come back to work is they'd say, you have to come back to work. And if you don't <laughs> well, want to, find another freaking job. Well, exactly. That is the factor, that final factor. It's uh, There are cynical, bitter people who say that people are only as faithful to their spouse as their options. You yeah, know? That, that's if just you, dumb. It, it, it's cynical and it's dumb, but in terms of employers, it ain't cynical and it ain't dumb. <laughs> no, if, if, I, yeah. if I've got 100 options and my employer says, yeah, we need you back at the office full time well, right. in this scenario, I'm saying uh, that ain't happening. On the other hand, if it's damn near impossible to find a job, I'll say, how high do I jump? <laughs> Exactly. I'm guessing that woman who works for one of the big four accounting offices in San Francisco knows she can go somewhere else and be fine. Plus, uh, 
if you're older, you you were going into work for decades and decades. That's kind of the way you're built at this point. If you're younger, mm-hmm. practically your entire career, you've been at home. So that's the way you're built. Right. Uh, calling people buttercup was probably unfair. You you adapt to the environment you're in. I'm 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 a bitter bitter old person. I apologize, you snowflakes. Uh, our company rather abruptly ordered all people back into the office. They didn't give anybody any choice. Yeah, I'm surprised that just doesn't happen more often. Yeah, although that's not going to end well. Uh, trust me, there will not be business magazines saying that was the way to handle it. Uh, Speaking of adapting to the environment you're in, you got to adapt to the workforce you got. True. True. Yeah. Uh, our office said everybody's got to come back, but you get two days optional. One thing that they're they're thinking around here is they they tried for a little bit of how everybody how about everybody come in one day a week, but people were coming in just kind of random days that worked for them. So you'd come in and there'd be nobody here, and so they decided, okay, let's it all be on Wednesday. Everybody show up on Wednesday, so you actually see each other. The 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 coming. I've if you come in and it doesn't seem like there was any point, right? That's where you're going to have a problem. Like meetings, I just I, I've had two, the last two afternoons. I've had these Zoom meetings that prior to the pandemic, I would have had to drive, park, everything else, and so would have everybody else been involved in the meeting, done all that, and it was perfectly okay to not do it and do the Zoom version. I saved hope, everybody a lot of time and effort. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I hope that never changes. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think it will, or it will slowly. Um, the, so many of the traditions of the, the modern workplace were built in the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. You know, where you go, when you go, how long you stay, the rest of it. And meanwhile, the world has changed a great deal. But everybody thought, well, let's not mess with this. This is the way it's always been done. I don't know how many meetings we've had in the last two years where I thought, I can't believe that... We would have had to drive, and or somebody would have had to drive, and everybody get together in a room to do what we just did. We just accomplished that in ten minutes. It was perfectly one hundred percent as successful as it needed to be, and nobody left their home. Amen to that. Yeah. Right. So that's the future, and you don't have to put on, uh, you know, my series of corsets and hard shoes and everything like that to come into the workplace. Nobody wants to do that. Armstrong and Getty. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home financing provided by victory mortgage llc nmls 461249 equal housing lender
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 